What's happening, everyone? Uh, welcome to the Nationalist Inquirer. I'm Johnny Monoxide, and uh, the music cuts off rather short, abruptly there. Joining me this evening is one Reinhardt. What is up? What's going on? Yeah, I might want to uh, fade that out. Yeah, I'm going to fix that. I didn't realize it did that. Um, I finally got it to do the thing. Let me do the intros first. Also joining us this evening, Otter Waffen Jack. Hello. The river otters in Montana are rising up, joining, uh, was it Otter 841? Otter 841, yeah, that's right. They're joining. Rise up. Rise up. Um, Yes, Otter Waffen, rise up. Also, is uh, is Grognak with us yet? Not quite. No. Okay. Not quite. He's he's almost here. Okay. Grognak will be with us shortly. Um, and DB will be joining us later on in the show. What's going on, fellas? Yeah. Um, that intro is mad dope, yo. Uh, thank you, Shill Killalini. But um, I don't know where the uh, what happened with the music there. So, hmm. yeah, it's all right. We'll figure it out. We'll get it figured out. Anyways, what's going on, guys? Welcome to the show, everybody. Welcome to the Tuesday night live stream. Um, let me see what has happened. Why is Zoom not doing this bit? What do you mean? I can't see the thing on the screen. It's fine. It's what I was. Ah, this um, week's been this week's been good. I mean, we've got a lot of. A lot of little weird stuff, yeah. right? That's happened. A little weird stuff, yeah. Let me see if I can get this to work. There we are. There we are. We're over here in the corner. Um, yeah, a lot of weird stuffs happened. Uh, a lot of a lot of fake stuff, I guess. I mean, we can start with the, you know, with the fake stuff. Um, first off, first off. So fake Jamie Foxx was was in the news, right, guys? Remember Jamie Foxx? Jamie Foxx, he, uh, he died almost. Like, he died and then came back, right? Yeah, whatever this version of Jamie Foxx is supposed to be. Yeah, whatever whatever version this is supposed to be. The picture that they have here, this isn't... Now, this this is a, a the old Jamie Foxx. This is the real Jamie Foxx right here in the picture. This is, this is actually Jamie Foxx. It's a picture from March, right? The new Jamie Foxx has like a super skinny head and uh, like an elongated chin and he's gray. Like he's not black anymore. He's like that Barack Obama gray. Um, oh, you know what we didn't do, you guys? We didn't say hi to everybody. We didn't say hi to everybody over on uh, DLive and over on Odyssey and over on Pilled. Um, yes, please, she'll kill a Lenny. Please fix the intro music. Make it nice and fadey so it like fades out right at like as like three two one it fades and then it can transition into us talking or something it'll be nice the streams are getting better you guys got to admit the streams are getting better um streams are streams are always getting better man like uh, the more often we do them and um just the the more interaction we get to like it it always helps Mm -hmm. absolutely um we uh, we had a great stream uh, Saturday night. Alt Skull and myself had a, had a great stream. We talked about the shape of the realm that we live in. Uh, we had a good discussion about a lot of the holes in the globe earth theory. And the fact that um, some little desert sand nerd decided to open his mouth and step out of his lane and um, 
because he doesn't know how to debate and he can just refer to fallacies and ad hominems. And uh, we got blocked by Devin Stack, you guys. How about that? Man. Ba- I mean, badge of honor. Almost. I mean, back in the day, um, back in the day, let me see where's, here we go. Back in the day, there was a guy, Demarcus Leibowitz, on TRS, and he and I used to have a competition to see who could get blocked by the most journalists on Twitter back when I cared about Twitter. Um, and my first Johnny Monoxide account was like 25,000 followers or something like that. But um, then everybody started getting banned, right? You know, But I got blocked. Uh, was it S.E. Cup? You know who that is? That blonde, like six foot four blonde uh, dude. Oh yeah, yeah. I got blocked. It's been a while um, since I've heard of that. That dude. It's, it's a, yeah. She's she's famous for putting her legs up on the chair, putting her feet up on the desk, so you can see the long legs. Right. That's oh, like, that one. Oh uh, no, no, I yeah. Yeah, yeah. There was a picture. Like, remember the dirty? Remember the dirty uh, Syrian kid? And it was like the poor Syrian kid in the back of the ambulance. Remember those? Like on all the magazine covers. Remember that back in like oh, yes. or something. Yeah. And she put a picture of her son. She's like, this is my son. This is my son if he lived in Syria. And I put, this is your son. This is a violent mud baby who's going to grow up to want to cut your son's head off just for being white. Fixed it for you. Instantly blocked. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. There was another, I mean, I do one of my, some of my best ones is getting blocked by Jenna Jameson. I mean, getting blocked by a porn star, ex-porn star, like. That that is pretty hilarious. I told her, yeah. Actually. Well, I told her that there's no way her that you could differentiate between a picture of her cervix and Tito Ortiz's ear. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> and don't forget that don't forget that Tito Ortiz used to beat the shit out of her. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is a a um, uh, very common occurrence for these porn stars to get yeah. the crap beaten out of them by their. Yeah, there was that Christy Max chick that got beat up by uh, the machine, I guess his name was, or War, War machine. machine. War Machine, the kid with the grenades on his hands, yeah. I feel like I walked in on an awkward conversation. Yeah, what's up, Grognak? No, we're just talking about, we're just talking about, uh, I was reminiscing about times I was blocked by, by people on, on uh, Twitter and some, some classics, and then we got into, for some reason, we got into porn stars getting the shit beat out of them by their boyfriends, who happened to be MMA guys. Well, you got blocked by one. I mean, I got blocked by yeah. Jenna Jameson, so yeah, that was always fun. I've been blocked by quite a few, but I don't care anymore. The one that got, yeah, but I got blocked by Devin Stack, you guys. I got blocked by somebody who's on, quote, our side. And I got blocked because yeah, okay. <laughs> I got blocked for not defending Flat Earth, but saying that I can, you know, take down the globe model. You know, he started with these, uh, you know, pancake earthers, pancucks. He came up with a name for us guys, pancucks. We'll never recover. I mean, I mean, my recovery is. I don't know what I'm gonna do. Pan- is, pancucks is like ten times better than bug nat, obviously. Oh god. Oh yeah, it's eight eight. Let's talk about bug nats for a second. We are, we are talking about bug nats. We're talking about bug nats. Yeah. Do you know what's funny? Is um. He was on, you know, he was on that that one show that one time, and then the host came back later and like got mad at him for like, you know, didn't didn't even know who he was, even though he hosted his show. I know we're talking about fascination, but I can't. Do yeah, that. yeah, but yeah, yeah. but like, he, he, it was, it's funny because it's like because everybody knows if anybody knows anything about TRS and fascination, they know that that guy Jazz Hands was the biggest bug nat in the history of bug nats. I mean, he's like. 
He's like the leader of the bug Like he has a shrine to Werner von Braun. Like you know, he's he's the guy. He, I he, he was related to him. He he's related to somebody that worked for him. I mean, he's like he's related <laughs> to him. Like his grandpa, right? I don't know. He's related to him in as much as like that other guy is related to William Luther Pierce. You know, the old guy that didn't win an election either. Oh yeah, yeah. Came in last. <laughs> Literally last in a racist state. Anyway, um, a black guy finished ahead of him. Anyway, uh, so Devin Stack is like the bug gnats bug gnat, right? He, he's so scared of nukes that he ran off into the desert to get away from nukes in case we get bombed, you know? I thought they all come out of silos in the desert. Well, no, the ones that come at us. So the ones that come from the desert, you're safe from, you see? Well, yeah, oh, everybody just goes inside sure. the silos. That's... That's what happens in literally every like teen nuclear apocalypse right. novel nowadays, isn't it? <laughs> right. Yeah. The people get into the silo and yeah. And they... Yeah, and they can't they can't be in relationships with each other because you know dystopia. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, sorry <laughs> about that, but uh, Timberjet, I don't care. Jenna Jameson turned out to be okay. She's a God fearing Christian women's advocate now. <sighs> Uh, smashing X. I mean, I just, I don't, I have a hard In time. In this regard, the X button is so squishy. Well, she converted I, to Judaism at one point. Like, yeah. Right? I mean, not, like, it's it's really weird. Well, the only reason I know all this stuff about her is because she blocked me. And then I was like, well, let me, wait a second. I got blocked by her points. But everybody's like, she's awesome. She's a, she's a women's rights advocate. This is back in, when this happened in 2016. So I looked it up, and yeah, her she's dude. She converted to Judaism, and Johnny, you reminded me of that uh, Bloodhound Gang song, Chasey Lane. Oh, the ballad of Chasey Lane. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I don't care. That's a de- very degenerate album. It's very nineties. Uh, that's that's early aughts. The Bloodhound Gang. It's early aughts. They're so they're so underrated. Oh God, yeah, the comedy. I mean, the, I I will bust into the lap dance is always better when the stripper is crying at work every now and then. <laughs> and it, like people, and people are like, "Oh, I know John likes country," and then all of a sudden, like, "What the fuck did you just say?" Because <laughs> I even know, I even know the talking part. So <laughs> that's the best part. Anyway, except for the part where he talks about all the things that she's doing, it's like he gets into some things that you're like, "That's where you're like, what?" Anyway, oh, yeah, yeah. That's that's homework for you people that are listening. Is go listen to the Bloodhound Gang. Anyhow. All right, enough about Jenna Jameson and porn stars and stuff in Tito Ortiz's ear. <laughs> Something about Mickey Mouse and a tutu. Yeah, um, so anyways, so yeah, so what I do like about this Devin Stack thing is that he's not answering questions. He's only re- replying to his own simps in the comments in his replies and stuff. Um, and he's basically doing your your typical appeal to... Uh, appeal to ridicule and ad hominem attacks and straw man attacks and posting posting screenshots of really idiot flat earthers right like the the mark sergeant types and the um, you know and and it's like he doesn't want to debate because he can't debate he has nothing but this stuff but the thing is is what he's doing is people are seeing this and people are like you know Devin, why don't you debate johnny like he's coming at you like legit you're you know you're being kind of a jerk about it and so i i, I did call him a fag but he was being a fag. To be fair, he was being a fag. You saw what happened. Like, yeah, I, I don't it, call any, I don't call anybody a fag for no reason. Okay, I would well because that word is you know nowadays you you only get so many of those right. It's like an N word pass now. 
he's not like a special case. Like this happens all the time, so it gets tired. Right. You it, know it, what I mean? It does, but he like, has. You're a not following. a special guy that's walked into the room and you've you've had these arguments for the first time, and we're like, oh my gosh, I've never thought about the radio signals bouncing. Derp, derp. Right. Like, the, we, well, the you know, We've heard it all. Yeah, we have, and that's the thing. And he doesn't want it. He doesn't want to talk to me about it. And he well, now there are some globe earthers that are like, well, Devin, you're kind of sounding like, you know, you're just being a jerk and you don't want to debate because you can't debate. Like, you know, they're actually well, I, it dude, looks I, bad. I assume it, it looks bad for him. It does like yeah. this looks bad, like the blocked screen. That looks bad. And if any of his listeners are are literate, which I assume a good amount of them are. Mm hmm. Um, open a PDF for Christ's sakes. Like we supply them. We've got great PDFs on books who are written by people who explicitly tell you who's behind all the globe stuff and like how the heliocentric model was propagated through academia, all of it. What do you want to know? We'll tell you if you're not an asshole, we'll tell, we'll <laughs> point you in the right direction. Unless you no, never mind. Um, there's a lot of a lot of people get, come in with these very first grade questions and act like we've never answered them before. But the thing about Devin is he's a super he's a super bug nut, right? He's a he's a total NASA respecter. He's a full on nuke respecter. I mean, he's so he's such a nuke respecter that he gave up whatever his career was to go hide in the fucking desert and make rare cactus cuttings for a living. No, seriously, that's what he does. He makes uh, cactus cuttings. <laughs> Weird like, flex, but okay. Yeah, I guess. Um, I guess him and John Levi are out there in the desert together doing something. At least, I mean, at least he's in the chuckling. I listen to some I, of his streams. I do, I do not think they're friends. No, I'm joking. Are they friends? I'm, jo- I'm no. joking. But Carney was telling me, Carney uh, showed a link in one of the chats um, where Devin was watching on his stream. He had an ISS stream going on in the background. And the shape of the earth changed like eight times. In the in the camp because of the the fish eye, so it's like, bro, it's right there. The eyes like the stuff that we we the stuff that we can point out, and he uses it's just the worst. He, like he actually he actually used billions of light years away for for the excuse for parallax. Like why the Big Dipper is still the then Big dude, Dipper. Then what the fuck's a shooting star? Like, yeah, right? How does that like work? This, these arguments just don't work out for them. No, don't they know. don't. None of it works. Why did why do why do you never see a shooting star going any direction but towards the horizon? Yeah. Like do they it's like I said in I've said this a few times, but it's like arguing about the Holocaust with someone who doesn't know what the official storyline is. And once you sit down and you're not a little kid anymore, mm-hmm. which is why they mm-hmm. teach you these things when you're a little kid and you never look back. Mm-hmm. You question them later on, and you think of them with a rational mind as an adult. Mm-hmm. The the argument behind the the globe model just doesn't work out. Like seasons don't work on their model. Like how can all these stars? How does the how does the zodiac line up every year the same way? If when if the if entire par- solar system is hurling through the cosmos, right? These nonsense. are things. These are things we've said many times. We've had all these arguments a thousand times. Um, he doesn't want to listen to them. He wants nothing to do with them, and he just wants to mock and ridicule. And he. Good luck. And now he's he did the thing this morning. He said he said, "Oh, you know, amnesty's running out." And so I tweeted at him. I was like, "Really? Amnesty's running? What are you going to do, nerd?" And he blocked me. <laughs> what are you going to do? Stab me? Says man stabbed with knife. 
quote for man stabbed. Yeah. <laughs> so here you go. Look at the screen, you guys. This is a. Uh, this is this is him right there. I mean, I know it's Adam Sandler, but like, there you go. It's like the perfect bug net expo. I'm not good at explaining or listening, but I'm mastered already knowing. I hate people like that. Anyway, he didn't. He didn't ban me after I did the few sentence long tweet and I ended up uh, just basically calling him a dork and having a nice uh, three second video clip added onto it, which also somehow didn't get me banned from Twitter. So mm. to which th- I say thanks for not. No, he, he's he's he blocked me purposefully because he's making a point. See, this is this is a niche micro e celebrity versus niche micro e celebrity feud now. Right. Yeah, I mean, but I'm even more micro niche internet celebrity. Right. <laughs> You're like nano. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's just so gay. And 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 I have to I have to admit we've had some um we've had some good replies. Uh some some people are really sticking up for our side on that. Um in there and let me see. So you're pro race mixing, Johnny. Oh, never mind. <laughs> oh god somebody's talking about skull somebody's talking about skull uh, oh, Jesus. yeah because of course because of course you can't oh, yeah, do nothing skull is on a show like yeah. yeah go debate skull one-on-one about yeah. flat earth he'll kick your ass dude seriously that. like yeah so and he's not trying to make money off it like david was yeah well yeah well and he he won't let up either like if if you start being slippery and try to backtrack it's like skull will grab you by the ankle and rip you back into the conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's good. No, nigga, get back here. He's good. He's good. He's, um, he's great. Yeah. So basically, I'm glad. To... Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Oh, no. I was gonna say, I'm glad you and you and Skull got to do that as well. It's it's gotten really, really good reception uh, so far. Because mm-hmm. you guys also just haven't been in the same room, just the two of you, in forever. No. Nope. No, nope, absolutely not. Um. Yeah, so there's a lot of people who are, are like, well, you know, shows people don't have their priorities straight. I'm then even a dogmatic flat earther. I'm just open to the research of it, and much of it makes sense. We get a lot of that, you know. Um, and this guy uses a 90s graphics to prove a ball earth. <laughs> um, well, yeah, and you don't have to be some kind of militant, oh, it's it's flat. I mean, we're not even like that. We're, you know, we're like militant. We know exactly what this what the shape of the earth is, and we're going to tell everybody what it is, and not listen to anything else. And of course, I mean, of course, we have one guy. It's my big beef. Why does it matter? What the fuck does it matter? It's not like it'll change anything. And if that's your talking point, you're just showing that you have zero understanding of how the general population operates. Wow, there's a lot of questions being begged there. Yeah, that's the guy who fucking loves science right there. It doesn't matter, and the math checks out for Globe Earth, even if it's satanic. The math, well, the checks math out. doesn't work out if you just, like, you guys brought up the planes going east to west and west to east. Like, yeah. the, the commercial plane travels 500 miles an hour. The Earth goes 1,000 miles an hour in one direction. Like, it's just like the escalator meme. Like, that's it, it. Like, you don't have to... You know, it's the atmosphere lock. Is that what you guys mentioned last time? So, like, that's yeah, all the, fantastical stuff. The yes, global earth stuff is fantastical. Yeah. The math is all, you know, it's all there in the, the military stuff, too. 
you know, we've leaked all the military documents that say like when they shoot missiles, when they fly planes, when they use gauze rifles, when they fire, um, what are they called? The, um, those guns, it's like a, um, what's it called? A rail gun? A rail gun. Thank you. Oh, the rail guns. Yeah. They shoot like, yeah, they Mm -hmm. shoot like 30 miles in a line. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the idea is that they shoot straight, right? There's no Coriolis. There's no curvature, you know. You know, that, those that's, shoot? <laughs> that's one thing that, far, right? that uh, people people like David Weiss and uh, like Rob Skiba and all these guys years ago were like, Coriolis effect is something I just don't have. I don't I don't have any explanation for, you know, why they don't have any explanation for it is because it doesn't exist. Right. You can't explain something <laughs> that doesn't exist. Doesn't yeah it's so it's just it's it's mind-boggling you know so i don't know i don't know don't care all i know is that he's a nerd and he blocked us so it's fine we'll deal with it we'll live we'll live not you know without devin stack Somebody said that he identified as black pill because Trump wasn't an actual national socialist. Well, he wasn't. I mean, yeah, like no shit. <laughs> like, whoa. Well, does that does that mean he was retweeting in Coulter's like how many days since the wall hasn't been built things like all the time or something? <laughs> no, dude. I don't know. That's funny though. All right, enough about Devin Stack. Um let's talk about something funny. I know this isn't true. This is fake. PGA Tour. But uh, Megan Rapinoe, blue-haired lesbian, missed the the, uh, the penalty kicks, and the U.S. lost and were eliminated from whatever the Women's World Cup, I guess it is, and nobody cares. But uh, she laughed about it afterwards. But does she have a fucking Mjolnir? Is that a Mjolnir? No, that's an I. Never mind. John, this is... This, I mean... And I'm going to read this, and if you know who John Daly is, and if you can tell me whether this is true or not, and with just by listening to it, you're going to say John Daly actually said this. He commented on Megan Rapinoe's missed kick, saying, maybe if she was straight and started choking on something in bed, she wouldn't have any room left to choke on the field. Her kick was straight as her, sideways. <laughs> kick was as straight as her, sideways. Now, John Daly is famous for getting drunk during PGA events. Um, cussing out reporters and stuff. He's basically Happy Gilmore, but bigger and fatter. Not Jewish, and not Jewish. But also, John Daly was like, like big fat dude who was just ridiculous at golf, like naturally. Yeah. Well, I heard that golf clubs started off kind of anti-Semitic, and that's why they were like purposely taken over after. Uh, yeah, they were. Well, it was like all a Scottish. Those, yeah, all those clubs. They were like, no, you can't get in. And- Jews were like, oh, yeah? Yeah. Wait till we own all the teams. <laughs> right. And, and they did. <laughs> and they did. Oh, and man. they did, Gandalf. They yeah. did. So what's... <laughs> oh, man. All right, so that's sports. And I don't care if it's fake. I think John Daly's hilarious. Um, what do you guys, what do you guys want to do next? I mean, so the Jamie Foxx thing... Um. Yeah, he said, you know, people got all people there were people that got a little bit we'll go back to that for a second. Um Jamie Foxx 
he said, uh, you know, they killed Jesus, right? They killed Jesus. Uh, and of course, as soon as they said that, every Jew, you know, shrieked, I've been found out. Oh, God. Uh, oh, God. But, uh, no, because all of a sudden it's like, oh, God. For some, the use of the word they in Fox's post implied a harmful trope against the Jewish community. The myth that Jews collectively murdered Jesus, also referred to as deicide, has been used to justify violence against Jews for centuries, the ADL, the Anti-Defamation League, said as part of a report on anti-Semitic myths. Historians as well as Christian leaders have agreed that the claim is baseless. Really? Because... Yeah, then the, the, because uh, you know it was ultimately up to the Romans, right? Except the Romans gave them the option of who do you want, and they chose a freaking serial killer. So, well, uh, murderer, thief, yeah, and they were like, no, we'll we'll take the guy, we'll th- we'll take the guy who committed actual physical crimes. We want to kill the guy who did thought crime. Yes. Literally that. I mean, like, because that's what I, I mean, people, you know, when I was doing my agnostic stage there for a while, I was like, you know, the main takeaway I get out of the Gospels is don't fuck with the government or they'll put you on a tree, hang you on a tree. And they're like, that's what you got? I'm like, yeah, pretty much, dude. Look what happened. You know, he went around talking shit about the government. Next thing you know, they crucified him. It wasn't the government. It was the Jews, but whatever. Who were basically the government. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they weren't, but they were, right? De facto, the government, pretty much, right? The the Pharisees. Right. Yeah, yeah the religious government, the Babylonian religious government. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so um, let me see. Uh, the very next day, 24 hours later, I want to apologize to the Jewish community and everyone who was offended by my post. I now know my choice of words have caused offense, and I'm sorry. That was never my intent to clarify. I was betrayed by a fake friend, and that's what I meant with they, not anything more. I have love in my heart for everyone. I love and support the Jewish community. My deepest apologies to anyone who was offended. Nothing but love always. Jamie Foxx. Apparently Jennifer Aniston liked the post. Yeah. What, the uh, original post? Yeah. Huh. I mean, of course, and then denied it, but... Naturally. Oh, God. Aniston. This really makes me sick, Jennifer Maniston says. I did not like this post on purpose or by accident. Okay. How did it get liked then, Jen? Uh, And more importantly, I want to be clear to my friends and anyone hurt by this showing up on their feeds. I do not support any form of anti-Semitism, and I truly don't tolerate hate of any kind, period. God, I hate hate. I just hate it. These people make me sick. These people. Oh, here's the Jamie Foxx. There's Jamie Foxx. Look at the new Jamie Foxx. That this looks like an alien gray version. This is this is the Yakub version of Jamie Foxx. It's cut and clipped, and he's acting. His teeth aren't really moving. He's like, I mean, well, there he goes. He moved his mouth a little bit. No, guys, he's just getting older. This straight up looks like AI. It does to me. Yeah. I don't know. Is it, is it just me too, or the, or the blinks? No, kind of it, natural. it really yeah, looks are. like someone's using like the, that face uh, AI. Thing. Well, there are there are a few jump cuts. It's not it's not edited very well. There are a few like blink cuts there. So, yeah, but that doesn't look like Jamie Foxx. 
It does not look like Jamie Foxx. All right, so moving on. That's not Jamie Foxx. Uh, what do we got? Since we're doing... Um, hey, I've seen this one. It's a classic. Uh, Ohio's got a big election today. And, of course, the tabulators aren't working and people are being asked to put their ballots into bags to be scanned later. Sound familiar? No. Hmm. Oh. Crazy. Yeah, well, we know how this is going to go. So. A nice, fair election, right? Totally no fuckery. <laughs> is, there ever, is there ever? Sorry, this is this is a throwback to a minute ago, but wasn't Peter Cushing in a Star Wars movie like way after he was dead? Uh, yeah, they they put his likeness in Rogue One using CGI. Did the same thing with Carrie Fisher and some Swedish chick. Yeah, that wasn't Jamie Foxx. Okay, I'm sorry. Good. I was trying to remember who his name. Which one? Peter Cushing was. Uh, he was like the, the guy. He wasn't. Wasn't he Van Helsing from the old movies? Right? I think. I think so. Who was he? Was he, he Count was... Dooku? No, 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 no that's, that's Christopher Lee. Christopher Lee. Yeah, um, Christopher Lee. No, Peter Cushing yeah. was Grand Moff Tarkin from mm-hmm. A New Hope. Okay. Mm-hmm. He was from like the first one. Really. That's right. That's right. No, no, I remember who he is now. No, 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 that the other guys. Yeah, way better, cooler. Plays instruments. Didn't he play like death metal or something? Christopher Lee. Oh yeah, he yeah. he teamed up with the uh, singer from Judas Priest. Manowar? Was he Manowar? No, he was Charlemagne. Charlemagne did yeah. did metal songs about killing Saxons. Yes. <laughs> was, so yeah, awesome. so Ohio's got Ohio's got a big fake election coming up. So today happened today. See what happens tomorrow. I'll let you guys know because. Um, I hear, well, first of all, it's Ohio. Who cares, right? Worst state can only get worse. But uh, yeah, apparently like, it's got something to do with uh, right to work, trying to push right to work through. Oh, guess what passed in my state like a couple weeks ago? What's that? Uh, illegal immigrants can now get a license. Can get a license? Yeah. Wow. Cool it's always that? been like that. Yeah, like, dude. I mean, who who voted for that? It just shows you that it's just it's just a you know it's nonsense. Yeah. Um. Nobody voted for that. Didn't they just pass? Was it was it Pennsylvania or Michigan? Where's Pritzker? Pennsylvania, right? Uh, I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. He passed some laws where illegals can be cops now. Wait, what? Something like oh, that. Oh, uh, oh! I thought that was a rumor. Did that really happen? I, no, it actually happened. I as thought it far did. as I know. Yeah, that's crazy. I thought it. Can, did. I, can I just shred my social security card now? I don't want to be some bank's property anymore. It's too not late. Fair. You're too late. I don't want to pay taxes anymore. Too late. It's too late. Nobody wants to pay taxes anymore or ever. Right. I uh, was at Illinois. It was that's Illinois. It was. Okay, that's right. He's governor of oh, Illinois. Okay. That's right. Yeah. That that would make perfect sense in Illinois anyway. So. Right. Right. That's crazy though. Um. Yeah, I mean, well, good point, Ben. Who wants unlicensed illegal immigrants driving? I mean, nobody. But you know, you're going to get illegal immigrants. They're going to be driving anyway. And. Uh, now they'll have licenses, I guess. I don't know. Everybody, everybody's going to be California eventually. I think is what's going to happen. Yeah, I mean, well, you know what? I think it's going to be worse than California eventually. You Everything so? will be California and worse. 
Mm. And whatever doesn't become worse is just going to be, um, it's, it's just going to be some kind of destroyed neutral zone. <laughs> it's rife with poverty. Like a district nine kind of a thing. Probably. Yeah. Make South Africa look good. Oh my gosh. I don't know you guys. Um, it's getting bad out there. I mean, speaking of South Africa, uh, yeah, do you want to talk about Malema and his kill the farmer, kill the boar? So I saw this, and this is from several years ago. And well, he's been he's been tooting the same horn for a decade. Sure, but yeah the the video of him like jumping up and down and getting the people all riled up, kill the farmer, kill the boar. Yeah, that's from several years ago when he was running for I think. He was already president of the e- EFF, Economic mm-hmm. Freedom, whatever it is, um, sure. which is the Black Panther Party, essentially, down there. Sure. Communism. And, um, yeah, but he's been tooting the same horn for years. Um, so he's just kind of faded into obscurity because the EFF or EEF, whatever, just mm. doesn't really hold any power. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, dude. It's It's... I don't like it. Uh, however, now he's doubling down on it. You know, he's saying he's not. He's saying, well, we're not saying we're going to, but we're also not saying we're not going to. He's going to yeah. get the Jamie Foxx treatment. Who, Malema? <laughs> I don't no, think he has he, to. He dude. serves a purpose there. Yeah, I don't think he has to. Dude. Well, he's, yeah. Remember when the the lockdown things were happening and mm. like there was like 12 African countries and weren't going along with it and like nine of them got replaced and three of them murdered or some nonsense something like that, that yeah that? yeah there were quite a few there were quite a few african nations that had their presidents or prime ministers or whatever replaced yeah. or guys died a couple of them died of covid right yeah speaking of which it's like the, the smoking man from fbi showed up he was like you already got the bribe bucko now you get the bullet <laughs> speaking of uh that's pretty good uh Speaking of COVID, thank you, Grognak. Um, COVID isn't necessarily COVID. back, but Disease X is coming. Oh no, Disease X! This is yesterday, uh, August 7th. What is Disease X? UK establishes VDEC, new vaccine research center. Oh, good. Good, we'll get right on it with vaccines right away. On Monday... Look, the look t- at the top right before you start. Look at his uh, profile. Bruce Lee? Is he, yeah, is he AI? Look at his description. <laughs> Am I writer, journalist? I mean, he's definitely Asian. I am professor, a writer, journalist, professor, modeler. systems modeler, computational and digital health ep- expert, avocado eater, and yeah, whatever. Anyway. I'm sorry. It's got to be something stupid, yeah. On Monday, the term Disease X was trending on Twitter, or X, or whatever the social media platform is called these days, but it didn't have anything to do with Twitter's new name or what killed the platform's previously used bird logo. No. The X, after the word disease, was to emphasize that it's not known which virus or other pathogen may be the next to jump from other animals to humans to become a threat and maybe even cause another pandemic. So we are uh, we are already begging the question, saying that... Uh, that pathogens jump from animals to humans. Viruses and pathogens jump from animals to humans. We're already, we're already saying that that's true. 
right off the bat. So we've already got a fallacy. <laughs> anyway, this X marks one of the spots as to why the UK is establishing the Vaccine Development and Evaluation Center, VDEC, situated at UK Health and Security Agency, Yukasha, Porton Down Campus at Wiltshire. As August 7th announcement from the UK indicated, working with national and international partners, VDEC skills and resources will enable the development of the vaccines we urgently need to save lives and mitigate the harm from vaccine-preventable disease. This includes threats from known and new pathogens, including viruses and pandemic potential. In other words, this is an attempt to stack the VDEC against future emerging pathogens that may try to wreak havoc amongst humanity. You hear the, like, the fantastical language they use in this paragraph? Makes it what like the crap. Yeah. Um read the next read the next sentence, you see that. Now it's not always clear why some term begins trending on social media. Sometimes it's because of bots, other times it's due to bots. And sometimes it's actually due to what people are chatting about that day. In this case, folks may have seen that the Yuksha press release for the establishment of the VDEC included the phrase is preparing to tackle disease X. And talk of the phrase may have led disease X to trend, which could have been a bit disconcerting to some. Pizza dad. That's a username I haven't heard in forever. Going to click on this real quick. That's so bizarre. Pizza Dad. Jokes on the internet. Probably beatboxing. Joined November 2018. 1,373 followers and no. He's not following anybody. Is this that Didn't this guy get arrested for. I don't know. Right? It looks like a fake, like a shooter's fake profile. Yeah, I'm pretty sure this is the dude that got arrested for uh, child porn. Look that up, Pizza Dad. Look that up. Yeah, I'm I'm looking it up right now because I I'm like ninety nine percent sure. His his tweets are. uh, How old are all of his tweets? Is he is he still? He's got a lot of the same. Okay, so he uses a lot of the same pictures, a lot of the same images, a lot of the same gifts. That's the how fifth how recent are his tweets? Uh, April twenty first. Uh, this was let me see the top. The last tweet was the seventh, then the sixth. Okay, I could have sworn this was the guy who. And the fourth, and then and then you keep going. And it's like you keep but going there was a guy that was he had a name like that. It had pizza or something in his name and pizza in his bio and he was going off about how evil QAnon was and all this mm-hmm. stuff and then he ended up getting arrested for CP. Yeah, but this guy uses like the same six GIFs. Like I've seen this same Paul Rudd GIF at least six times now. So I don't know if he's a bot or not but he's used the same like he's got that the weekend guy and he's got the same GIF over and over and over again. Anyway. All right, so the term disease X is not new, as I described for Forbes in an article entitled Disease X is what may become the biggest infectious threat to our world on March 10th, 2018, you know, roughly two years before the COVID-19 pandemic began. World Health Organization had added disease X to its blueprint list of priority diseases. We put a disease that we have no idea what it is or where it comes from on our priority list. 
Let that wonderful. Just for, just for a second, think about what I just a, said. As you do. A disease that we don't know where it comes from, how it is spread, or even what it is, for that matter, yet. But we're going to put it on our high-priority list. This was a list of diseases for which the WHO determined accelerated research and development was urgently needed, and take a wild guess what disease was included on that list besides disease X. Oh, Middle East Respiratory Syndrome Coronavirus, MERS, and mm. Severe Acute at Respiratory, and SARS. So, <clears throat> so it would have made sense to have been more prepared for another coronavirus outbreak in May 2020. I guess so. Mm-hmm. The politicization of the origins of the severe acute respiratory syndrome coronavirus 2 SARS-CoV-2 has obscured the fact that viruses and other pathogens have been jumping from other animals to humans on a fairly regular basis. It happened with the original SARS and MERS COVID outbreak. It happened with the H1N1 influenza pandemic. Scientific evidence to date still suggests that the SARS-CoV-2 originated some other animal and then at some point made the leap to humans. So regardless of what political leaders and TV podcast personalities try to say, it will be important for our society to better prevent and prepare the next big jump. 2,800 square meters. Wow. Good Lord. 80,000 square feet, basically. It's a big... It's a big lab. Um, of course, the person in charge is a woman, Jenny Harries. Says VDEC is a hugely exciting step for, step change for UK's vaccine research and development capabilities. Blah 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 blah. Um, I'm so glad she thinks so. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they're trying to uh, they're trying to develop a vaccine that can neutralize uh, against excuse me against Crimean Congo hemorrhagic fever which kills about 30% of people afflicted uh, you have to get bitten by a certain kind of tick in Europe so they're yeah they're working on that but also you know they're not sure if uh, the people working on the vaccine for disease x are going to call themselves professor x oh, oh, oh. oh. There won't be the only way to solve for X, so to speak, Ooh. to prepare for pathogens that are not currently known. Uh, for example, societies can develop better surveillance systems to track the activity of various pathogens and viruses. This can include monitoring how climate change is affecting the movement and habitat of different animals. Okay. So we need more surveillance, basically, to make sure nobody gets sick. I, for one, am very excited to welcome the extra surveillance from our reptilian overlords for climate change purposes. Do, do you think they really need any extra surveillance? <laughs> no. Like, come on. Your phone takes, like, infrared pictures of you every 13 seconds or whatever it is, or every three seconds, right? I mean, there's all kinds of shit going on around you that they're surveilling. This this conversation is being monitored as we speak, you know what I mean? Um, by probably several different people, uh... I don't know how much more surveilled we can get until we actually have like cameras, live cameras, live action everywhere, you know, cameras everywhere, everywhere, like in the homes. But we do. We have phones and we have televisions and we have iPads and we have computers and we have, they all have cameras. And your Wi Fi uh, can just do a whole map layout of, uh, oh, yeah. Place. Yeah. yeah. With people and everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. Very easy. Mm. 
we didn't mean for that to happen when we programmed the Wi-Fi to do what it does. Oopsies. We did not mean for it to happen whatsoever when we developed waves and uh, used wave technology in the past to scan for things. I mean, how does sonar work, Reinhardt? Uses uh, sound to paint a picture. Yeah, it's it's using sound waves through water to make a map. Hmm. So vibrations say Wi-Fi, like wireless fidelity waves through the air to make a picture. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you can do. I mean, with sonar systems, you can make a pretty dang clear picture. Guess what? Just like with other waves. Oh, with the Wi-Fi, I'm sure it's way more accurate. It's way more accurate, certainly. Okay, and I'm sure so. I'm sure the sonar that like these people with unlimited money have is mm-hmm. just as accurate as Wi-Fi would be, and they just they give us the crappy toys that they had like 20 years ago. Right. How did I end up here? Navy certainly has oh, toys from past. 40 years ago. The Navy? Oh, dude, absolutely. The Navy. It's uh, what do they call it? The world's greatest Navy built by the lowest bidder. It's ridiculous. It's really bad and um, and really gay and really gay. That's the thing is like the high, you know, at the time when I was in there, like the technology was like, like they were like running like like 486 computers and like Pentium ones. Not even joking. Not to mention, not to mention still using, you know, Cold War era. Oh, trackball everything. Cold War era trackball computers with the big clickety click buttons. Oh, yes. Yep. Um. Sonar yeah. ping can still kill you, though. What's that? A sonar ping can still kill you, though. If you're oh, water. sure. I mean, the sound, yeah, that's not and the sound. And they want to tell you they don't have sound weapons. Right. Sonar is a sound weapon. It literally is. Mm-hmm. We talked about it before, how these things injure the whales and stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, another interesting point, too, with... Um, with sonar and with with the internet and like communications all across the world and, and i know uh johnny did you and skull talk about this the spider web of, of cables going across the entire realm at least the realm that we could see no that we they allow not. us to see we did not okay we did not, yeah um yeah what, what is that if not a giant mapping web yeah i mean yeah and then the tunnels and then you have you know don't forget yeah. the tunnels in uh system underground and and like we said, we are not necessarily uh, proponents of flat Earth models. The flat Earth model. We're not flat Earth society members. Um, we're not a big fan of any of those people. There's a lot of problems with a lot of the flat Earth models. Um. So, but what? Like I said, but what we can say for certain is that we can blow the globe out of the water. Right, and that's basically what we were saying during the whole show. I, you know, I think part of the difficulty with defining a model, and people should be skeptical of this when they talk about measuring the globe or anything. Right. You can't measure something you can't look at, like from an objective perspective, right? Like, I can look at like the cup on my table because mm-hmm. I'm not inside the cup and I'm not like on it. You know what I mean? So sure. I can see all the dimensions of it, like. We really can't do that with Earth. Like, if you think that we can, then the the proof is is shit. So, like, you're gonna have a hard time defending the globe model if you're if you're looking to use sources like NASA. Mm-hmm. And funny enough, people like Devin Stack don't do that. 
Right. Isn't it funny they stay far away from NASA because it's like they know it's corrupt information. It's like, why would you even plant yourself in that camp to begin with? No, dude, he totally loves NASA. What are you talking about? Oh, but it's like, dude, just watch some NASA videos. Like, dude, Devin Stack absolutely like, loves NASA, bro. Stuff. I was going to say, I thought he was the bug gnats bug gnat. He's the bug gnats bug gnat, bro. He, like I said, he moved to the desert because he's afraid of nukes. <sighs> and you didn't hear, oh, you weren't here for the first part of the show when I said all this stuff. Yeah. He's, he's the bug gnats bug gnat, dude. Him and, him, like I said, him and Jazz Hands should have been best friends. That's what it was basically what I, what I meant. You know, the guy that used to have a show, another guy that used to have a show. Um, I would say Rip, but I don't care. Uh, yeah, they, I mean, they're like, they're, he's a moon cuck. Like, he's told people, he does the thing, you're an untermensch, non-white, if you don't believe this, you know? One of those things. It's like, bro, shut up. Yeah. Yeah, so he's, no, he, dude, he had he has, he'll, like, he'll, he'll, on his stream, he'll have, like, the ISS stream going on in the background on his stream. Ew. Yeah. That's, he'll have, like, the live. It's just, a, just gay. He'll have the live, CGI. yeah. It's he'll have the live studio. feed from the ISS. Yeah, it's gay. So, and again, I like the the ISS goes eleven thousand miles an hour. I mean, it does, right? I don't know. It's supposed to. I don't mind. Right. Uh, Never mind. But yeah, so he's like I said, he's a bug gnat's bug gnat, and is a former government contractor apparently. Um. So, and he lives in a trailer in the desert or something. It's not an important thing, but. It, I just thought it would be it would be cool to have a discussion with somebody who could keep his cool about things, but I guess you know the cool was not kept. Sorry, well, you'll have that with the Globers. I find that yes. I find that other than Nathan Oakley, um, most flat earthers are just you know we're just gonna laugh. You know we're not. Yeah, we don't get we don't get like super super offended and freak out because we've we've most of us have been there. Mm-hmm. Right, and we understand exactly. that. Yeah, and again, like we have all come from, you know, being uh, anti-flat Earth. Like when the Paranormies first started, we made fun of Sinead at Renegade, Sinead and Kyle over at Renegade because they were big flat Earthers, and we we used to make fun of them. Oh yeah, you know, and and you know, a few years later, here we are. Uh, and it happens. We tried debunking it. I was a big fan of NASA. I had again. I had all the you know. I had the the uh, the Saturn V rocket, the multi stage rockets from testers, and I had the 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 big uh, the, the the big space shuttle model. I had all these things. You know, there were there were NASA. You know, and I was into all that stuff. I had um, I made a lunar lander in science class. It was. We all did. We had to make it was like uh, toothpicks and tinfoil and something else. And now that I think back on it, I mean, like if that wasn't revelation of the method for some sixth graders, I don't know what is. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's kind of like in you know I was talking with a buddy of mine yesterday about it, and I I know how we all or I know how many of us feel about Owen Benjamin, but one of the things I still find funny from him, cause I don't, I don't like him anymore, obviously. Sure. Um, I still find funny from, from him was like the seven stages to becoming a flat earther. Mm. And it's like, Oh, I'm going to try and debunk this. This is going to be so easy. Oh, these freaking idiots. And this keeps going. And he's like, wait, no, this math should check out. 
No, this should work. Okay, this is a little bit harder. Okay, what the crap? Right. No. Yeah. Oh wait, never. Oh yeah, it's it's flat. By the end of it, he's like, yeah, it's it it ain't a oh, the, car- the cartoon guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the one. Yeah, those are great. Those are pretty great. Yeah, the stages. But again, you know, um, we didn't want. We didn't want to be, you know, I don't want to be the guy that gets laughed at at work for being the flat earth guy, you know, like for being the guy that gets, you know, he doesn't believe NASA. But, uh, yeah, I don't talk about it at work anymore. <laughs> That's for yeah, sure. Yeah, I learned very quickly not to yeah, do that. I stopped, Yeah, well, yeah, I, I, I didn't even mean to, but there was a NASA conversation that was being had one day, and I got into it, and we, had a long, we started talking about NASA, and it went down a bunch of rabbit holes. And next thing you know, the flat earth stuff came out, and somebody called me stupid. And then... Should have just laughed. I sh- I should have, but I didn't. You know, you know how I get yeah. sometimes. You know how like like the transcontinental railway mm-hmm. goes like all the way across America. Sure, and it's level. Whole thing's level. Like the steel rails are made like straight, as straight as you can make them. There's no curve in them. Well, they have no to- curve just a little. They don't have. Yeah, you're curves. only allowed. You're only allowed X degrees of. Um, like, the smartest incline. engineers in this realm know what the fuck's going on, buddy. Okay, you're the dumb one. Sure. Absolutely. I don't know. I, I talk it, about it at work. The, the whole Oppenheimer thing brought the nukes back to, to, to light, and I, I just laughed about it. I was like, there, there's no nukes, dude. There's no. Oh, yeah. I'll bring <laughs> I mean, no that nukes. kind of stuff. Like, But yeah, but, but like flat earth stuff. You know, like I don't talk about flat earth. The Whenever something big, like it depends on who's, who I'm talking to, too, because there's, you know. I work, I don't know. You work with the same people forever and ever and ever. I don't, you know what I mean? So, well, if you, I mean, once you say like you don't believe in germ theory and you, you're, you're kind of on the side of like Turan theory, you're not sure if viruses are real, like you're already crazy. You're right. You're already, you're already one apple in the, in the barrel, man. It's all the same thing. You know what I find right? a lot of times? We said this to bug gnats. You already believe the biggest conspiracy that the Holocaust is fake. You're already a conspiracy mm. theorist, you're mm. already in the basket. Like it, if if you're Devin Stack and you don't believe six million Jews died in the Holocaust, you are no different from someone who observes that an aspect of this realm is that it's flat, it's observably flat. What do we do with that? Where do you want to go from there? You don't have to be a dick to one another. It just opens up more conversations, doesn't it? It should. No, dude, you don't understand. Uh, this takes away white achievement. <sighs> I'm you can make some more weight achievements, like from here on. You know, I'm starting. I'm going to start telling them like, why do you guys deny white achievement? The boomers are dumb. The yeah. the boomers and like the the golden age people, they fell for some shitty lies, some really bad cinematics. It's time to to own up to that. That's all there is to it. Shouldn't we be smarter than them? We have better technology. We have equipment that just sees further. We can see too far. Right. I know. I know this, but like, yeah, but here's the thing is like most people I talk to about just about anything are like, how do you know this much stuff? Like they don't, they don't comprehend any of this shit. Like the the other day I mentioned, um, toxoplasmosis, just talking about, uh, how, how the toxoplasmosis uh, fungus affects rats. Right, and and it gets rats to go to where cats are, so they can die. Right, so they'll they'll die near near where the, or they'll bring the rat near the cat, so the cat will eat the rat and bring it back, you know, and take the right, and that's how they spread. Um, and it causes crazy cat lady disease. And I'm trying to explain that to somebody, and this guy's like, 
you could see in his brain that he was trying to even understand at all what the hell I was talking about. And I thought this guy was a decently smart dude. You know, uh, a lot of the stuff that we talk about goes way over the head of normies. Like even, even stuff that like, you know, toxoplasmosis is what crazy cat lady disease. That's like a thing that normies actually might actually know something about. But a lot of these people that I talk to, they have absolutely no idea about, anything we talk about pretty much right other than unless well, yeah. it's like unless it's on the front page of the like, tiktok or whatever yeah and i i would literally get questions like well do you have do you have like news sources on this do you have government sources on this nah it's like uh no well, you were in the I, military I and that's why they were asking you that oh no this was somebody outside the military oh really uh, no. yeah i used to get that when i was at when i was at trs and I would post something, and they'd be like, "Source, got a got a real source." Other than I don't, I don't get that too much anymore. Um, people seem pretty ready to disbelieve a lot now, and to pick new opinions. I think, in general. Yeah, but you probably have been softening these people up for a couple of years. I just talk to random people about shit like this. <laughs> I went to a package store and. Uh, Oh, you do it in public. That's right. I forgot you do it. Right. So, oh, all the time, dude. Mm -hmm. And and there was an Indian guy who owned the place. It was a small town, right? And the guy, I saw someone who I hadn't seen in there for a long time. And she was like, oh, I have a four-year-old now. I was like, that's cool. I have like, I have a lot of kids. (laughs) And (laughs) the guy in there was like, holy cow, how do you have that many kids? They're so expensive. And I was like, yeah, you know, that's what they want you to think, you know? He was like, well, I have one daughter and I send her to college for $50,000 a year. And I just kind of laughed. And I was like, bro, like you own a, you own a small business. You are successful. Like, you know what I mean? Like, but you don't get to see your daughter. You only have one, mm-hmm. you know, like it's just a way of thinking about things. Yeah. Well, we don't think about things correctly. But like nobody, everybody seems like stuck in a frame of reference when you're just like, listen, the life is weird. It's not the way you, you see it in TV. You know, people really do get like reality from television. It's it's pretty crazy, right? Right. Especially if they don't go out much. Yeah, I mean, most people don't go out much anymore, though. Like think think of people people basically defer to experts, right? They have been. You for tell a while, them man. about something. Yeah, and like you said, they're like, "How do you? Why do you know that?" And you're like, "Well, I know that because I fucking because I'm an autodidactic. I like to learn things. I teach <laughs> myself things every day, right?" I think most of our listeners do that. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't have to take our word for something. If we say something that sounds kind of crazy, like uh, look into it. You know, maybe maybe not all birds are fake, but we say no, some all, crazy things fake. on here. You know, <laughs> if you're tuning in for like the first time and you're like, what space is fake. What are they talking about? You know, it sounds crazy, but you know, a lot of people are like, how can you know that about, you know, radiocarbon dating? That's, that's something only geologists should know. It's like, no, you can, you can actually like just learn about these things for a half hour. You can just look things up, you know, like reading Evolution Cruncher really blew my mind and like it made me realize how people who have entire careers based off of things like uh, dendrochronology and stuff like that, like the experts, the people who are deferred to, they mm-hmm. don't like they're so compartmentalized and all their funding comes from, you know, 
the different specific uh like Rockefeller type groups, you know, Rothschild type groups. Mm-hmm. So all the studies that these people do, they're always going to defer to whatever, um, whatever results are intended in the first place like before this test is even done. Sure. You know what I mean? Sure. Well, that's and that's how the system has been set up so that everybody does do that. Yeah, peer review and exactly just funding. Well, peer funding review in general, just means right? peer review just means uh, somebody who wants to get money. Um, basically, you know, I mean, that's how they get money is they basically back up other people and they, oh yeah, no, I totally agree with that. Yeah. I'm totally not here. Fund my, fund my study. Now read my paper and agree with my paper. Mm. They all just reference each other. It's like mm-hmm. the same people, same yep. six people reference each other's books. It's just, it's, yeah, it's just <laughs> like what? flagellating, very, very nepotistic. Well, cause that's yeah. the only way that you can get approved and that people can continue to you know, hear what you have to say is if you get pushed by the very people that, you know, are paid, uh, that are paid and that you collaborate with. Mm-hmm. On exactly. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Like I was reading one of uh, Mark, Mark Booth's books um, on secret societies and stuff. And he was going on about Graham Hancock, this and that. And uh, come to find out he's, he is Graham Hancock's publisher. It's like, Oh, how, how funny that works out. <laughs> like the guy whose references you're using, you public, you're his publisher. Mm-hmm. Like that's how bad it is in some cases. Like they, they, they basically hang out in the same buildings in some cases, probably. Likely. I mean, very likely. So. All of this is nothing. Nothing in this is new, and it's not going to change. Academia. The only way to to handle academia is to cut it out of your your sphere of influence. Yeah, don't uh, don't give them fifty thousand dollars a year for your daughter. Also, yeah, don't, don't do that. Freaking do that. Yeah, don't don't do that. <laughs> you don't. Yeah. It's crazy. Don't give them a cent. Don't create, give, yeah. create fake invoices to send them so they pay you for the wasted time. Oh man, have you seen that? That's a great. There's, <laughs> yes. there's a poll thread about that. I was I was like that might actually work. It would work. Yeah. If only we knew somebody with a lot of time on their hands and a fast internet connection. Hmm. Hmm. Mm. Anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Every co- every college just was like, what? What happened? <laughs> just, it was honestly, a, just... as if a thousand voices were crying out in terror. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, a thousand, a thousand college provosts were like, not my funding. Anyway. <laughs> not my funding. Yes. Oh, God. Right. Because, you know, they're all Jews. It's college. Every single one of them. Doesn't matter if it's a so-called Christian college or not. Also, there's there's as many Christian colleges as, out there as there are Christian nations. They're all scams. <laughs> yeah, Obama helped to figure that out. He finalized all the loans. Yeah. Right? Right. Yeah, so they get the money no matter who drops out, no matter who signs up. Yep. Ridiculous. Uh, of course. Well, they fully made it. Yeah, a complete business. 
But yeah, it's always been it's kind of always been a business, but uh it got worse under Obama. All right, well we are gonna take a break. Um we have what is this? Dance with the Dead. Moose made a suggestion. So we're gonna listen to Dance with the Dead. It's a short song. So we're gonna be back in a little less than four minutes, guys. So this is uh Hex, Dance with the Dead. We'll be back.
All right, everybody, we are back, and I faded that out wrong, but that's okay. This is still the Paranormies present the Nationalist Inquirer. I'm still Johnny, and I'm here with Reinhardt, Jack, and Grognak. What's up, guys? What up? Not much. Uh, that was a quick one. I like dancing, Dance with the Dead. I like them a lot. Always makes me want to play an arcade shoot 'em up. Yeah. Right. Or uh, um, like a Sega CD game or something. Sega CD. Oh man. <laughs> we were talking about we were talking about video games, early video games at work today, and like I grew up, I grew up in the in the days of Atari twenty six hundred. Uh, the Intellivision, the ColecoVision, then the Nintendo. I think I was in, was I in eighth grade, seventh grade when Nintendo came out. Seventh or eighth grade, seventh grade, when the first Nintendo came out. Man, and then Sega, and then Super Nintendo, and then Sega CD, <laughs> and then the Saturn and the PlayStation. It was all downhill from there. 3DO. You guys remember the 3DO? Anybody? No, but I had the, like I had a summer job to buy the original Game Boy. It was like sixty dollars. I worked my ass off for it. Oh man, Game Boy, <laughs> Game Gear, the that Sega Game everything. Gear. Yeah, man, Game Boy was black and white. Like these kids don't know, man. Green, green. It was like green. Yeah, it was like green <laughs> and green. It was like yeah, it was gray and green or whatever. Is that that whatever that original? When your battery started to die, you had like no contrast left. You had to yeah. get to the save points or whatever. Get some batteries. <laughs> you had to you had to buy a fucking plug-in light that plugs into the Game Boy itself to be able to play it at night. Oh the yeah, the, the little the overhead yeah. flip light thing. Yeah, yeah. It was kind of fun going through all these little shitty advancements and all the tech that we had, right? Yeah, I guess. I mean, I think and, it's pretty sweet. Well, the thing is, you know what I always thought was weird? It was sweet until you're like, Mom, I want a Game Boy Pocket. She was like, Why? Just so it could fit in your pocket? No. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> that wasn't sweet. Well, I mean, well, the thing is, though, is you're getting little tiny advancements here and there, a little advance here, a little bit advance there, right? Everything that you're playing is like super futuristic game. Right? Yeah, Mega, even even the 8 bit shit, like Mega Man was futuristic, right? Like Metroid, futuristic. Yeah. All, these, all these games, Contra, futuristic. All these games were futuristic games, right? Space Invaders, all they're all futuristic games. But you're playing like this clunky eight bit, you know, big square graphics, right? I don't That's know. true. Yeah, something, something to that, that right? Yeah, it's I always thought like, Tron yeah. was a really cool movie when I was young. Right, and they were just living inside a video game or something. I don't remember. It's been so damn. Long. I just, I just had, I, I really had an appreciation for the special effects when yeah. I was little. Yeah, I was really into how they made all those movies and, mm. and pulled off these interesting things that you know mm. that were real mm. practical effects, Stan Winston and stuff. What's that? Is it, that's his name, right? Stan Winston? Practical uh, effects. The effects guy? Yeah. Hmm. Jim Henson? No. Oh, what? <laughs> Stan Winston? Was that, that, was, that was his name, right? Wasn't it? The, the guy, guy that did the, the effects for Tron? Guy for, um, he did all the, the zombie movies and everything. Oh, oh, oh okay. okay. I'm, I'm thinking, yeah, we're thinking two separate things. Well, Tr- Tron had a lot of cool different things in it, too. Sure. 
Sure it did. The, yeah. the Neutron was supposedly was pretty cool to watch. Um, oh, Tron Legacy was actually yeah, Tron Legacy. really cool. Yeah. I went on the Tron ride last time we were at Disney. The new Tron ride. That one's pretty pretty awesome. It's all right. But but you're right, Johnny. All those concepts in the storylines for all those things were very uh very advanced, you'd think, at the time, you know. Right. Everything's futuristic, you know, spacemen doing space things, flying around doing space stuff on other worlds, right? With robots. I don't know, Reinhardt. I didn't think the Tron ride was all that great. I I, I like the Jurassic World ride at uh, Universal better. I never did that one. It's new. It's the Velocicoaster yeah, or whatever. Yeah, it's new. It, yeah, I don't think I've been there since. And the other, oh no, Hagrid's the motor the motorcycle ride. We went for my son's. Ah, uh, that one's that one is sweet. Yes, we did. We got we went in like first thing in the morning. We got like early entry to do that one. It's like a motorcycle roller coaster. And it goes backwards. It's pretty cool. And yeah. after doing that one, the Tron ride, which is a motor, is a roller, uh, motorcycle roller coaster type. And after doing Hagrid's, I think Tron was a little bit underwhelming. Um, even though it was like, more like a uh, super advanced uh, Space Mountain, if you've ever been to Disney. Not you, I know yeah. you have, Reiner, but like it's it's like a more advanced Space Mountain, the new Tron ride. Oh, we haven't checked in on the uh, Star Wars. Disney hotel thing in a while. I remember that was like bombing as soon as it was out. Oh, it's still bombing. It's still yeah, bombing. Every now and then, it's all still bombing. Every yeah, it's all like yeah. Disney's not doing very well, and neither is Universal. None of these theme parks. I mean, they kind of are, but not really. They're not doing like they normally do. Uh, they still get they still get a lot of foreigners, but there's a lot of Americans can't afford it because we're poor. Uh, yeah. yeah, and because they increase the prices like. Every two years. Oh, dude, the prices are outrageous. Yes. I mean, they're insane. Mm-hmm. And, it, yeah. And the funny part, what did I say? It was like, uh, you pay for a ticket. If you're like me at work, right? We pay for the ticket three times. We work to buy the ticket. And then we take the time off. Right? So you lose that money, too. And then yep. don't, don't forget that a lot of these things that Disney the rides are built by military industrial complex stuff with like probably taxpayer money. So we're paying for it three times. It's like the, it's like then, then the, then and now when yeah. like firewood keeps you warm when you have to like split it and bring it into the house. Right. And right, right. It. right. Firewood doesn't keep you warm when it's just burning. You, you got to split it to start getting warm. Paying for right? Disney three times. Oh. Uh, it's like, yeah, it's like Sisyphus, you know, <laughs> Anybody get yeah? Anybody? Oh, rolling the mouse up the hill. Yeah, rolling the mouse. Yeah, we gotta get him a bigger mouse. Um, That's another thing. Is like the mouse concept, the whole mouse concept of Disney. Like, my I fucking hate mice, dude. We're having mouse issues at the house, and um, we we did the the uh, the vapor barrier under the house, right? And then we had some mold issues when we did the remodel in the bathroom when we first moved in, and so there was some mold under the house that needed to be abated so they went and took care of that and he's like dude back in the way back where that insulation is there's a mouse like mice nests and whatever so we're going to get rid of all that and pull that out and so they did all that and i guess some of the mice ended up in the attic or something so like we're still fighting these mice i fucking hate mice but like why 
is the most beloved character of like all time. Mickey Mouse, there, right? Mouse. He's a mouse. These little things that get into your food, they sneak into your cupboards, and they fucking eat and shit and piss while they're eating in your food, right? And they carry diseases. Chew your wires. They chew your wires. And they start fires in your house. And the only reason you can get them with poison is because they're so they're fucking so unevolved they can't even vomit. That's why that's why they die of poison because they can't you, throw it up. Have you ever seen Mouse Hunt before? What? Mouse Hunt. You ever see that? The video game? No, Mouse Hunt, the movie with Nathan Lane. You ever see that? Oh no. No, you should watch it with your kids. It's hilarious. Mouse Hunt with my kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a kids movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. but I hate mice, dude. I really, I really fucking. Oh, hate then mice, you'll love this. Yeah. Then you'll love this movie. Yeah, because, <laughs> because like I've I've had, <clears throat> I've had like before we did before we put the storable food, a lot of our stuff in like uh, bins. We had stuff on shelves, and mice got into stuff, um, and it was bad, and like it was a good a good few hundred dollars worth of food was ruined, and I went, jeez, yeah, I was pissed. And dude, and it's just like everything in the whole, you know, on that whole shelf, you know, it just smelled like mouse pee. And it's like, I, nobody's eating any of that ever. So it all went, you know, and imagine so, the smedge. Uh, so, yeah, so mice, fuck mice. But yeah, everybody's most favorite, everybody's most favorite little, you know, animal, cartoon animals, fucking Mickey Mouse. Why, Walt? Why did you make it plastic? It's plastic. It's classic. It's a classic. I have a a feeling that Mickey Mouse is more popular outside of America than Uh, inside. It was. I mean, have you? You remember? No, it was for a while. Like the, it was. It was as American as apple pie. You know what I mean? Uh, When you thought of America outside of, yeah, I I think when you thought of the United States outside of America, you think of Disney. You think of Disney. You think of Mickey Mouse. Right. Yeah. I never thought he was cool. I don't know. I mean, just look at the amount of foreigners that that go to Disney. I mean, Johnny, you know it. it it's mm-hmm. literally like being in another country, and the country depends, or the continent rather, depends on what time of year you go. Yes, it's insane. Because mm-hmm. sometimes they'll be European, and other times, well, there's a lot of Asians, no matter what. There's always no, Asians. there's yeah, there's always Asians. Summertime, there's always like South Americans. Mm-hmm. South Americans, Central Americans. There's always Asians. Because Asians have got money now. You know? A lot of Chinese people have money. They they invested in garbage. A lot of them did. They invested in, like, trash, like, recycling and stuff. You know, it was the first female billionaire was a billionaire because of, like, recycling cardboard or something. It's pretty crazy. Chinese billionaire. Chinese Make sure billionaire. to recycle, kids. Yeah. But she, yeah, I guess it was, like, she had a recycling business in China, and they would ship the ship the cardboard to China from the United States or something like that. But anyways, oh yeah, 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 that would make you a ton of money, right? Right. So she made a bazillion dollars doing that. Is um, that where we get all our IKEA furniture from? It's like press board. Yeah, but that's made. In, that's made in like <laughs> Sweden, right? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I've got a table. It's called Hirgsnorsbergen, and the chairs. Well, I, know I know it's not made in Finland. This no. doesn't exist. Finland doesn't exist. Yes, don't piss off the kid. <laughs> he's been he's nice and calm now. Yeah. He's back, by the way. Oh, I saw. Yeah, but yeah, that's why I had to drop the. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Finland, like Delaware, is not real. 
Exactly. So very true. Yes. I don't care. I don't care what school she goes to. She doesn't exist. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, any we have more news. What do we have? What do we have for more news? We have anything cool? Oh yeah, since we're talking about moon stuff and bug nat stuff, let's talk about this. And foreigners. And foreigners, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and foreigners. Let me take this off and take this off and we'll put this on. And we have, here we go. Chandrayaan 3. Historic India moon mission sends new photos of lunar surface. Dude. The moon is even more dimpled than we, than we even knew. Like <laughs> I sent my daughter to college to be a graphic designer. Graphic artist. Does it say that in the article? Or is it no. just making fun? Well, I mean, I mean that's... Right. not going to be... Literally, picture this picture is some... Look, this is some Pajit from Fiverr did this picture, okay? This is actually my Fiverr guy that makes the memes that everybody says that I pay a Fiverr guy to make. Remember that? <laughs> this is my Fiverr guy that made this right here. Look at this, dude. This is terrible. People it's are like, it's, oh, it's yeah. kind of insulting to your Fiverr guy, to be honest. Uh, yes, this is actually insulting to my Fiverr guy that makes those great memes. <laughs> you know how hard it is to manipulate that hairline? You can only imagine. Yeah, right. Well, what hairline is what you're supposed to say? Well, <laughs> I'm imagining the hairline. And right. Then, you know, right. Yeah. Yes, I gotcha. Um, so the images, where's these images? It's just that one image so far. Let's see if there's any more images. Graphics not to scale. No shit in the drawing. <laughs> Graphics not to scale. Thanks. Bana- banana Thanks for, for scale. Right? <laughs> um, Why do all the spaceships look like this now? Uh, they all look like, yeah. It's like a, um, like when it's coming mean? at you, it looks like a cock and balls. Like, <laughs> it's like I don't know. It's got like a fat head on the end of it. I mean, I'm not trying to be vulgar, but like that's what it looks like. And it's like you can draw. I mean, they're even drawing cartoons of it now. I'm sure, just like there's cars, the Disney cartoon porn. I'm sure there's Rocket Girls too, right? Once it lands, the six wheel rover will eject and roam all over. <laughs> oh, I mean, okay. Rule, okay. Rule thirty four exists for a reason. That's what I'm saying. Rule thirty four, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's already porn of the Chandrayaan nine, right? Yeah. So yeah, unfortunately, it it is the one showing Bob's imaging. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but look at this this lunar rover. It's a freaking mech, dude. It's a Gundam. It's got its own Gundam, not to scale, obviously. I don't know, dude. Why is it written in English? Shouldn't it be written in in Hindi? I guess it is above there. All right. Um, the first stage with two strap-on rocket boosters. Oh God! <laughs> Second stage <laughs> with two Vicus engines, and the third stage is powered by a cryogenic engine. So it's a frozen motor, a freeze. It. it what? What the dude, hell is a cryogenic is engine? Like, it's it's like the same way something on Wish.com is advertised on like the black screen. You can't tell how big it is. Right. <laughs> like, is that the real product I'm going to be getting? Oh no, it's for a little Chinese person. <laughs> right. I have no idea. I have no idea if this if this is um, I What is a cryogenic engine? Uh, I'm, I'll read it from Wikipedia. Uh, okay. Cryogenic rocket engine is a rocket engine that uses cryogenic fuel and oxidizer that is 
both its fuel and oxidizer are gases which have been liquefied and are stored at very low temperatures. Uh, engines when I first flown, yada yada yada. Uh, yeah, I I have no better explanation. Yeah, the cryogenic rocket thing seems to be what they started doing to explain why it looks like it, these helium balloons are spewing liquid. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Like, gotcha. <laughs> They, I mean, and they are. They, they, are, they have water yeah. shooting yeah. all over them when they go off, which I thought was always thought was weird. Yeah, why are they? Why is the water shooting? They, they, you would want the thrust and all the like the all that explosion stuff, the explosions, the thrust, explosion stuff, all the explosion stuff, all the explosions and rockets and thrust and gases. Like, wouldn't going wouldn't it off. be cool to see one of these big rockets actually go off like a real rocket does when you use one in your backyard? Like a real rocket. When like, you, yeah, you mean as soon as it goes and it's gone. That'd be cool. I want to see that. Yeah, but these don't. These things bounce and bounce and go up very slowly. And the cope is is that it's the gravity is holding it down because it's so heavy. It's so heavy. Oh, I need to make a mea culpa, by the way. It's Meanwhile, so bird in the background. Yeah, right. Um, I need to make a little bit of a mea culpa. We said that the uh, that the space shuttle was like a million pounds. It is fully loaded and everything on it. But uh, the one that was on the back of the 747 was 280,000 pounds. Now, a 747 can carry 270,000. Excuse me. A 747 can carry 270,000 pounds of cargo and the the space shuttle was 200 <clears throat> excuse me 260,000 pounds not in the cargo area on the roof of the airplane okay yeah by like a chain too dude i don't point. care if it was by a chain the thing was sitting on top of it like 260,000 pounds on top of the fuselage of a 747 we've seen what happens to a fuselage when a goose hits it right <laughs> you're going to put a 260,000 pound space shuttle on top of that would you get in an airplane if they had a if they had a roof rack full of shit? Like, well, no. What they did was they took out they took out a bunch of they took out all the regular seating and left first class for the NASA for the NASA special uh, um, VIPs to fly. So all the regular seating was then reinforced to carry the space shuttle. I don't believe that. Oh, that's nice. I don't, that would have made the plane even heavier. Okay. The more reinforcing you're doing, the heavier you're making the plane. Right? Yes. The person's right. name is Panicker. Look at the top. What, where? The article? Shridhara Panicker. Urso Chief Shridhara Panicker Somanth. <laughs> what a weird name, dude. Somanth. He has said the Indian Space Agency has carefully studied the data from its crash and carried out simulation exercises to fix the glitches in Chandrayaan 3, which weighs 3,900 kilograms and costs 6.1 billion rupees. $75 million. It's still pretty cheap. It's like that Chinese meme. It's like, uh, holy sheet. Yeah, right. Uh, what the fuck? No, that's not a Chinese meme. That was a plane that crashed in San Francisco, and it was the news reading the pilot's names. It was Captain Something Wong, co-pilot, We Too Low. The uh, navigator Fook. was Holy Fook. And then the other guy was Bing Tang Ao. Wait, Bang so that, that wasn't, that was real? I watched it It was live. really said, but it was a joke. It was a joke. From, I w- like a producer. Uh, 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 they fired an intern. Writer. They fired an intern <laughs> over it. 
I, yeah. we, watch, we watched it live. Like we were at the bar, a bunch of me and my friends after work. It was like it's a six o'clock news. And we watched it. It was like, oh, shit, plane crash. And then we watched it like, what did they just say? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was literally like an Anchorman moment. Like I was like, you know, good night, San Diego, and go fuck yourself. I mean, what better way to get fired than that? That's something I would do. That's pretty Chad, actually. But he didn't know, which was, yeah. He didn't know. Implying arrow, he doesn't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah, so... India went to the moon, guys. They're going to be landing there in just a couple days. Due to reach the surface on the... Tw- oh, no, more than a couple days. 23rd of August. If successful, India will be the first country to perform a controlled soft landing near the South Pole. So why do you guys think that all of these other countries are now going to the moon? I mean, is this just to, is this just to own the paranormies? Oh, because America can't. Artemis failed. So they have to make it look like at least some other country can do it. No, right. But like, why are why are all these countries like like India? India. Mm. Why is India doing it? Right. China. Well, dude, because bug nets really, literally. Okay, I have had the bug net argument that it's not just America and NASA. Look, China can do this too. Look, the Russians are the Russians lying. Yes. Yes, of course. It's all the same company. Remember when we laughed about India's NASA and we were like, "What? This exists? Like, doesn't fucking Mexico have one too?" Dude, I was like, and "Dude, we, no." But the the thing was, this Mexico, uh, the Mexican Air Force shot down a UFO. Is what it was. Oh, we're like, dude, we're like, like Mexico and we're like, like, has. And we're like, holy shit! Now. Mexico has an Air Force. Yeah, you know, wasn't even like they shot down a UFO. We're surprised they have planes, right? But also, like we we looked up like when they were all founded. They're all founded in the same year. Yes, NASA. they were all founded it's the same company. Same company founded all the space like agencies COVID. in all the countries. Yeah, man. If people don't think that there's a one world order already and that we're just living, it's. I figure oh, I kind of figured it out. H.G. Wells. I was, I'm reading. I'm reading H.G. Wells' New New World Order, and he's basically like, "It's it's already happening. It's just in stages. Like you don't understand." Well, it's, my it's theory, inevitable, and it is happening, and this is where we are. Well, my theory is is that the Jews were given. They made the choice. This place is theirs, right? They're like, "You guys will be the masters of all this," but you got to do it before the reset. So they have this timer, right? And I still think they answer to someone. Yeah, they do. I mean, they they obviously do, right? But they but they, but they know that that's fine. But they they get this, and that's why they they act. They do the the hoarding of everything. There's no afterlife. It's just this forever, you know, uh, for however long they're here or until yeah. they die. So, but they know, and like they and they you know in each each go round they've made a little bit different, a little bit more control, a little bit different kind of control. You know, this last go around, they figured out that you could use uh, fossil, you know, oil, right, to to displace uh, energy production from the from the air, right? Fossil fuels replace the ether. No, right. Well, I'll tell you what, our forefathers had a lot of letters between each other that warned about these people. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. think what you will of any of them. They like they predicted that these people would try to get their hands on our economy and our money and eventually they did you know but it's interesting to see that they use freemasonry as a tool for all this nasa stuff 
they really did because there there's no person who's been in space who's not a freemason oh you put the period in the wrong place yeah i was gonna say there's no person that's been in space could have stopped there Period. Well, yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> but, but the exactly. thing is, is but using yeah, but the only that they use for the deception, right? But, but that's all. It, is part that's of it, all though. it takes for some for some right. nets. To, but you got to gotta remember just... though, guys, dude, this Freemasonry goes back is is pre flood stuff. I mean, like just because yeah. they say it started, you know, in whenever seventeen seventy. There's how many ever different foundings of Freemasonry, uh, right? No, well, that's why it's it goes hard to way back. Pick down is it's just been a vector for different things for a long time, and the Jews have had a hold of it for a long time. Well, I think that this is the thing is I think that this go round thing has been happening for a lot longer than we're allowed to know because they've been controlling the history for a lot longer than we're allowed to know. Yeah. And and honestly, like it just keeps getting it, it's the same game over and over and over again they have to you know they show us like we have the game risk right the whole what's the whole point of the game risk is to get the get everything to your color right the whole map well they and again they have to get they're they're, they're doing it they I think that's that may be a new wrinkle is that you have to run everything you know like like you know if you're going now they they're they're doing like speed runs on how they can <laughs> how they can control populations uh mm. but that's an interesting thought. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, yeah, they have and they have different means because like, you can see what happened after World War Two. You know, oh, they've been doing it. You know, it's every 70 years. No, I think it's more than that. And I think that um, the inheritors, these people that are the inheritors, they've been inheriting this more than once. You know, it's a uh, uh, it's something that's been going on for a lot longer than, than we know, even. Even a schizos or into the, the mud flood Tartaria uh, reset theory stuff. Speaking of which, um, we just met a couple of new guys that were pretty cool. Uh, we're going to check out their information. That was pretty interesting, though. Grognek got a little butthurt off, right off the bat. I, I saw that. That was funny. The what, what? You got all oh, defensive. Oh. You got all Are defensive right about- off the bat. You're like, hey, 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 hey. We don't. We don't. Listen, listen, buddy. Listen, buddy. This flat Earth is the flat Earth. All right, all right. We're not. We're not. We're not doing none of this. None of this. None of this <laughs> mud puddle Earth. <laughs> I just watched the video without without listening to any without reading the conversation and the video he posted was basically the argument where two people are looking at the ceiling fan with one one of the ceiling fan panels missing and right. you and I are across on the other side of the room mm-hmm. so oh we're we're on a globe well that that works on a flat plane too you know right like the right. people in Australia who see the the eclipse on one hunt, one chunk like the the bottom chunk mm-hmm. of the moon, and we see it on the top chunk. So they're like, "Oh my gosh, we really do live on a sphere." And that that was in the video that he linked. So right. I, I got confused. I thought it's okay. It's okay. It's just just get the pro globe bulldog grognack jumped out. You know, it's, it's funny. I wasn't I wasn't mad, dude. I, like I, it was. I just saw that. I laughed. I saw. I just chuckled to myself. Yeah. Listen, when there's when there's like six hundred comments in the channel, sometimes it's just oh, uh, I know, dude. I know. It's I, you get in there sometimes. We all do. We get in there like, what, I, what did I you am, say? I'm guilty of that, though. Yeah. Oh, I, I am guilty of doing that. <laughs> He's like the resident, uh, like, I don't know what kind of what kind of Janny that would be, but I don't know. It's I think it's funny, but we do have some yeah some interesting stuff. Uh, he'd never this guy. It was like not Crater Earth, so he wasn't talking about like Sturgio's Moon Map. Oh, type. like Moon Map Earth. Yeah, it wasn't Moon Map Earth. But um, no, we the whole we live in a toroidal field, and there's like an eight sided something, and I haven't even gotten into it enough to. 
you know, and and the the flat what they say is he's you, you guys think the level water is the thing, you know, and the because water is level, and he's not arguing that water is not level, and water is not always flat, right? He's not arguing that at all. What he's saying is that there's more to it than that, and I have no idea what the more to it is because I haven't actually had time to look at it. Well, well so like I'm I'm already in the realm of possibilities that there are only certain parts of this place that are loaded at one time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like if you're gonna even buy if if you're gonna touch the NPC thing with a ten foot pole, then you have to imagine that there are only a certain number of player characters here. Obviously, why would there have our, to be obviously just a certain all of our listeners? Pre- obviously, our listeners are player characters, right? Right. Right. Obviously, our listeners are, are players, but so so like that means maybe like not everything is loaded all the time maybe it doesn't mean that like we even have a, a working system model if you can't be in the whole thing the whoa, 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 whoa. what do you mean you don't have a working system model we can't even have this conversation right. you want to you want to get really schizo <laughs> so so johnny your keys are missing and you can't find your keys mm-hmm. you're pretty sure you put them in the bedroom mm-hmm. but you walk into the bedroom they're not there mm-hmm. Well, maybe that's because your bedroom had to be loaded, kind of like old school Resident Evil. You know what I mean? The door right. has to move and get away a minute, right? Yeah, right. And the keys aren't there. You're like, shit, I, I swear I left them there. Mm-hmm. And as soon as you confirm to yourself this this idea that you definitely did leave them there and you walk around the house and you go back in there, the construct loads them where they belong. And you're like, that's right, freaking keys. There you are. What did, I, what did I not look on my, on my, you know, I guess I didn't look there when I last walked in. People back in the day used to call this gremlins. Okay, that's what gremlins were were originally all about, like stealing things when you weren't around. Mm-hmm. But what if it's just a problem with underpants like, gnomes? Yes. Well, I mean, yeah. You, the whole like, does a tree make noise in the wood woods if it if it falls and there's no one around? That that idea leads to the the frame of reference for simulation theory, right? I mean, the tree sure. doesn't fall if no player characters are in the woods. Sure, there is but I have come, but like, I, like when we lived, that. when we lived in Maine, right? For example, now I don't, I don't know if this, does, if this is even like if I'm being an NPC right here. Um, like we, we, you know, we had we had woods and whatever in Maine, and we'd go out, and occasionally there would be like, a, now I'm not saying that there would be a down tree or something. Now I didn't see it happen, but it happened, right? Or something, you know, like things happen. When you're not around. So are you saying that like everything like you're in your own personal, your own personal bubble? Like it's like, what is that? What's the game with the, where the, where the fog of war? You have like, you know, the circle. I guess, I guess I'm saying the, the people who are demanding a model mm-hmm. were like, no, I don't believe if you don't believe in the globe, you need a, to give me a model right, right now. Right. They're still putting themselves in a material realm. For the most part, they still want to be like, OK, well, what does the terrarium slash clock look like? How far up does this go? How far away is this? How far down is that? Mm. Maybe you can't really know that because if, you know, if reality is based on perception, which Eisenberg's principle seems to to signify to, to us, you know, quantum physicists seem to believe the idea behind quantum physics is that things can exist in two places at one time, right? And all that nonsense. Sure, well, nonsense, but that's but that, that's how reality works. So I mean, maybe there is no good model because you know we, we live in a perceived reality. I don't I don't know what else to say it. You kind you guys you and Skull kind of touched on that, but you kind of have to open your mind to 
an idea that this world just isn't really what you think it is, bottom line, right? Yeah, you it's have hard to, to have answers while we're in here. We're right. in here right now. Again, you don't like, know what well, it looks like. The the, yeah, the fish can't describe the fishbowl. Yeah. And maybe we're not supposed to. Right. You know? Right. It's that's not a concern it, yeah. for your life. Right. And I guess that's where people are like, what does it matter? Well, like, that's not the wrong the sh- kind of way to yeah, look at you're, this. you're looking at it wrong. It's not wrong. bad to think that way. Right. It's not bad to think that way. But at the same time, they're looking at it incorrectly. It's not that it, the shape of the earth doesn't matter because I still got to go to work. Right. It doesn't matter. Right. The liars got, matter. It's, it's the, the liars lie. Matter. Exactly. It's the liars. lie. It's the fact that it's a lie and the fact that we're lied to and the fact that they are lying about something. And, you know, I mean, something fairly important. And, and, and why? Well, it's not just because they're hiding, you know, they're, they're hiding God. You know, they're, they're taking God out of the equation. Absolutely this. But, I mean, it's the foundational lie that they can base all this other stuff on that they can get you to waste your entire life on. Like there's people whose entire lives are wasted on trying to be like uh, a NASA fanboy. Like my old roommate who had the, well, we, who we had, had the space we had camp Howdy jumpsuit. Mikowski talk about that, right? Remember when we had Howdy on, he talked about how people spend their lives describing the cave instead of just leaving the cave. Right. All that, well, all, the thing is you can't, stuff. well, a lot of people, nah, we're going to talk to Howdy about that again, but um, a lot of people can't leave the cave. I don't know how. Yeah. Most people don't know. Most people can't. Most people don't even know. First of all, first of all, let me rephrase. Might not be that. up to you, right? It's not up to you. First of all, second, that's another thing that I think Skull and I talked about. Um, you know, it's not up to you whether you leave the cave. Well, before that, most people don't even know they're in a cave, and they don't even know that it is a cave that they're watching a show. They don't even know that. Right. And then the ones that are aware that they're in a cave, what the fuck? You think they're going to let you out? You think you honestly think like the Matrix, right? The the, the Matrix was like the system that built this thing that puts you in a pod that harvests your energy to power whatever it is that's powering is going to make you know what? Hold on. Is going to is going to manufacture the system to put you in it to where all you got to do is sit up and pull the thing out of the back of your head and you're out. No, these things are going to have you locked in permanently forever and ever and ever. You're not going to be able to escape. And that's actually in, in Plato's thing. I don't mean to actually you. I'm not I'm not doing that to you. But in, in the in the thing where the cave comes comes mm-hmm. from with the allegory of Plato, he says people wander out of the cave, but then they come back in and they sit back down and watch the shadows again. Right. It's they almost do the, like Cypher. That's like Cypher. Exactly. It's just it's just like Cypher. And I know I understand that. But what I'm saying is what I'm saying is, yes, you, you know, if you could get out of the cave, but who's to say you can. Right. Because who's to say they're going to let you out of the cave? It's like finding out that you're in a gay, that this is a gay op. Something's a gay op. That's part of the gay op. You're figuring it out. You don't think that these people who have done these gay ops and figured these gay ops out have figured out the people are going to figure it out. The people are going to figure it out. Right. I mean, or am I just way off on? Yeah, I, I agree with you completely. Like, there's a reason why, like, they don't care how fake Biden looks. They want you to talk about that. Right. Exactly. There's a reason why. Exactly. There's a reason why they're allowing the Julius Malema to kill the boar to be all over the news. You know, there's a reason for that. There's all this stuff is being put out for reason. Well, there's, well, there's definitely a reason. They're, they're trying to push this race war stuff. They really are now. What with the uh, white supremacy being the biggest threat to everything. And um, more and more and more, I see videos of blacks. Listen here, every white man, woman, and child needs to die. 
Like, you know, I mean, how many times you've seen those videos where it's just a black person just like for real, though, I'm just going to say every white person needs to die. Dude, are the rappers who are like hanging children in their music videos? Right, right, right. Yeah, that stuff goes on more and more and more. They're they're really pushing for this. They really want it to happen. They really want it to happen. And what's funny is anytime somebody talks about white supremacy to me, I always I always make the 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 joke. That's not really a joke. I was like, but do you honestly think that if there's a white supremacy problem in this country, there would be black people? I mean, it's true. They're like, what do you mean? If in fact. There were white people that hated black people as much as these people say white people. The majority of white people do, quote, hate black people. Then do you think there would be any black people? Do you think this would stand? You know? No. If it were as bad as you guys say it were, there wouldn't be black people. Would you be allowed to say it? Right. You'd be allowed to say it, right? Absolutely. You'd yeah, be you, you wouldn't be allowed to say that there is a white supremacy problem. Right. You'd, you'd be destroyed for it. Exactly. You wouldn't be allowed to say there's a white supremacy problem if there were a white supremacy <laughs> yeah. problem. You, you, you wouldn't be mad about it. How about that? Mm. You'd be like, what white supremacy pro- problem? Exactly. What? Exactly. Like, so, the, parks are, the parks are clean. Everyone's employed, sir. What problem? <laughs> right. Not me, but like, you know, when, when people say that kind of stuff, that's what you tell them. And they're like, oh. That's the response you get. A lot of sputtering and stuttering. All right. What else we got? Oh, this is a good one. This is a good one, you guys. Peruvian villagers report attacks by seven-foot armored aliens resembling Green Goblin from Spider-Man. Yeah, I... So Glo- Glober Extraordinaire, Mr. Alvarino has been on this with, with a few people recently. And I, I don't know what the crap to make out of this. Like this, this description of these creatures is so weird. Let me, let me pull this up. I just had it. Villagers have likened the aliens to Pelicaras, strange beings believed to feast on human fat and organs. Oh, really? The villagers have taken matters into their own hand by conducting night patrols to hunt down the alien attackers. They have requested military presence from the authorities, but reaching the remote community from Iquito City requires a challenging 10-hour river trip. Hmm. And these gentlemen are aliens, said the community leader, Jairo Retegue Avila. This is the best as I can get it. They appear to be armored like the Green Goblin from Spider-Man. I shot one of them twice and he wasn't injured. He rose and disappeared. We were very frightened about what's happening here in our community. Holy Man. shit, these people love their Spider-Man Avengers shit so much. They really do. <laughs> these people claim the aliens were He was like William armor. Defoe. Oh, dude, they, yeah, well, these aliens have protective armor and unique floating abilities using round shaped shoes with a red light on the heel. Okay, so they're like some special version of Heelys or something. Damn it, I was going to say like, I was going to say light up Heelys. Light up Heelys, yeah. Man. It's a cross between British, British lights and Heelys. (laughs) I still never, I still never get light up Heelys. Man. The Ikitu community, according to a 2017 census, comprises exactly 1,350 people. 1,350, huh? The situation 
the Ikitu. Oh, I thought you said gay community. Well, the <laughs> like, gay, I mean, you know, I don't know. I don't know if it has a vibrant gay community there or not. We could ask. Uh, yeah. We could ask Paul Joseph Watson to go check it out. The situation remains <laughs> tense as the villagers <laughs> seek protection. There's a name you haven't heard in a while. Seek protection and answers amid the unexplained attacks by these mysterious and seemingly impervious aliens. All right, well, this is Peru. Seven foot tall armored aliens, like the Green Goblin. And they can fly. Uh, pressing X. You know, I'm somewhat of an alien myself. You know, <laughs> this this is in Peru. Reinhardt, do you think Timothy Alberino is on this? That's what I. I, th- I thought that's what he said at the beginning. Was, yeah, Alberino's yeah, got to be like leather hat, uh, he's, whip on his way. Yeah, I mean he he. Lived. He dropped out of school and went to like live illegally in per, in the Peruvian Amazon when he was like eighteen. So this guy is all over anything that happens down there. I'm sure he is just having a field day. Oh boy! I know. I know. I technology from another planet, (laughs) dude. I I know. I pick on him, but I would still love to have him on. I I would. I still love the guy. Like his persona and the work that he actually does. I just Mm -hmm. wish he would stick to like megalith stuff and stop. Doing the Devon Stack tier oh anti flat Earth. Is he? Is he doing anti flat Earth? He's oh yeah, dude, he, he's done so many Twitter threads just going off about it. He's big on. He's a big space boy. He really is. He's like, well, the government's revealing this stuff. NASA's revealing this stuff. Well, like, think how complicated it must be when you get into this idea of like the Anunnaki. Anuna, whatever, and you know, technology. It's got to be confusing, right? There's yeah, a lot of or or that, in, in... or that you believe, you know, the heavenly realm is out there in space, and that you know, each planet is is occupied by a different species of person. That planets and dimensions both exist, and that aliens are or the angels are species and all this stuff. He's, he's crafted all this and he just has no way out. And this is where a lot of people get to. Right. Even with flat earth too. And they get so hemmed into a corner or concave mm-hmm. earth or moon map earth. You know, they get so hemmed into a corner that they, they a lot of times just can't get out. Right. Right. Uh, well, that happens. These guys get into they they get into their they get in their lane, they figure out what their lane is, and they're like, all right, well, what else can I do? And they should stay in their lane. Yeah, that's true. You kind of brought that up with Devin Sack, right? He got out of his lane. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, some people are smart enough to know when to stay in their lane. It's like the Indiana Jones movies, Indy Indy as Indy. Yes, doing the like fighting Nazis thing, but Indy as Indy with magic artifacts and all that stuff that's cool but as soon as you get out of the lane into aliens mm-hmm. and it just sucks <laughs> right oh man i can't get the zoom to stay up on the screen it's pissing me off by the way everybody uh scratch-offs are released gold pill scratch-offs go to the gold pills tab and thank you for donations tonight yes thank you everybody who donated this evening um on whatever platform it was that you donated on we appreciate it and we are going to have a Necronormicon for you at the end of this and the podcast version of this. Right, Jack? 
Yes. Um, good Lord, Jack is killing it on the scratchers. I will continue because I've been getting robbed on the other ones. <laughs> yes. Well, thank you, everybody. Thanks for joining us this evening. Um, remember, space is fake and gay. Uh, what else? Uh, the video replay of this will be up on Odyssey sometime tomorrow evening. The audio replay of this, including the Necronomicon, will be up on the RSS and the website over at Paranormies.com. Uh, check out our hats over at National with a V, N-A-T-I-O-N-V-L dot com slash, I don't know, look it up. It's on there. I forgot. Slash something dash Paranormies. It's, it's different. But yes, buy a hat. They're cool. Um, is, apparently, this is a threat. Yeah, this is definitely a threat. But apparently somebody bought a hat, one of our hats, and it had to get shipped to Scotland. Mm, that's awesome. And you know what we didn't get? 87 questions about do you ship overseas? Well, it's all right there. You know why? You know why? Because it's already been handled. Because Greg Arcade is cool like that. And I think Greg Arcade may stop by one of these weeks to sit around and shoot the spoop about some country music spoop. Because Greg Arcade is a, a country music legend up there in Leafland. You guys should check him out, too. Good friend of ours. I would like to hear about that. Yeah, that would be awesome. And he's, yeah, he and I have had a couple of conversations. He's really, really solid dude. Yeah, he's a cool guy. He's got his own homestead up there. He's... Uh, Got like 47 kinds of tomatoes going. He showed me some of the tomatoes he harvested yesterday. Ridiculous. Oh, that's awesome. Ridiculous. I'm jealous. All right. Well, uh, we're going to get out of here, and we'll be back this weekend. Oh, we got another. We got a guest for you this weekend. This one's going to be fun. We'll probably do this one. Do you think we should do this one live? And then do it? Nah. We'll just do a podcast. I don't know. We'll see. We might do it live. You'll have to tune in this weekend and find out. <laughs> all right we're out of here we'll have something up if it is live <laughs> yeah absolutely we'll see y'all later time travel makes you gay welcome to the necronormicon today i'll be reading another chapter from a fool's renaissance by shazam Watkins. the homosexuality of politics in the modern era one piece of advice i have for the average person at this point in time is to completely ignore mainstream politics altogether one might think this is irresponsible or the epitome of abdicating responsibility for negative changes in our laws and government. But the truth is much simpler, though still rather drab and possibly even a bit depressing for some. You see, there is very little difference between Republicans and Democrats at this point in time. I understand this very well, and I think most of you have already transcended the idea that voting changes anything, or that we actually choose who the president is, etc. We don't. It has been this way for quite some time, and it won't be changing anytime soon. Get used to it. By all means, vote if you want to vote, read Dan Coleslaw books and listen to Coal Burning Point documentaries and podcasts, but the reality is that none of this makes a difference. It's mostly A-B programming, and pretty much just data collection at this point. Now with all of this being said, we can and do see the differences between red and blue states, and these differences are quite obvious. The issues are all clear-cut, and the various topics do not really need to be described or even touched on. You are all aware that some people want to kill children in the womb, and others do not. And that's only one example. 
I'm not saying every single politician is in the pocket of some semi-euro chameleon, but that is generally the rule. The fact is, politician is just a career choice for someone who wants more power and money, just like anything else. All these people go to the same colleges, get the same degrees, read the same books, have the same influences, and they all fuck each other. It's really that simple. They all fuck each other. Then they send their kids to the same schools, and then their kids fuck each other. It's basically the Olympics for weakling faggots. And it is even simpler than the Olympics, because there are far fewer teams. Imagine that there are only two genders, and you can only pick one. Like a video game team deathmatch. But unfortunately in this case, it is usually the children who do the dying, just after being mutilated and raped by Republicans and Democrats alike. I'd estimate that 98% of people in the public eye of politics do business with one another, invest in one another's business endeavors, and generally do what they are told to do by donors and elite black magic nerds. You can call these people whatever you'd like to call them. I won't say the word because we all know who the main offender is and if you don't, just do a little digging. Recently, someone I follow for G-word training has entered the field of politics as a representative. He's a good guy, and I genuinely wish him the best, but ultimately, he isn't going to affect a damn thing. What do you imagine a lot of money to be? 10k a month? 100k a month? 1 million a month? Well, he has pulled around 50k at this point. Cool? Yeah, sure. And I understand financially supporting someone you believe in. But these people we are talking about, the ones who sponsor candidates on both sides, these effing blood and cum moneyed fucks who own old media outlets, new media platforms, Hollywood, etc. These people donate so much damn money to campaigns that they could pay thousands of people's salaries for life in a split second. Money is also a joke and really just another game. And I'm just using it as an example. I'm also not saying you shouldn't earn it. You really should make money. Just remember that the average amount of money raised during a campaign could pay for everyone in Africa to eat something other than dirt and shit for 100 years or more. Politics is the highest grossing sport in the realm we occupy, and it is just as rigged as football or any other bullshit waste of time late night show of a sitcom. I was reading the book of 1 Samuel last night before I went to bed. The Israelites had been governed by judges appointed by God for generations previously, but Samuel's children were evil, untrustworthy politician types. So the Israelites went to Samuel and asked for a king. Samuel was initially against it and sought counsel of the Lord. And the Lord said unto Samuel, Hearken unto the voice of the people in all that they say unto thee. For they have not rejected thee, but they have rejected me, that I should not reign over them, according to all the works which they have done since the day that I brought them up out of Egypt, even unto this day wherewith they have forsaken me and served other gods. So do they also unto thee. 1 Samuel chapter 8, verses 7 and 8. None of this is new. If you think the Israelites were in direct rebellion against God, what do you think we live in the midst of now? Do you think it was genuinely worse back then? I certainly don't. The sickening depravity we are surrounded by is proof enough that the general populace has turned to other gods even if the gods are the same as they were back then. And if that is the case, and God allowed them to have what they asked for, what do you think he's allowing us to have now? I'd say exactly what we asked for. 
Not all of us, but there is a majority. Let every soul be subject unto the higher powers, for there is no power but of God. The powers that be are ordained of God. Romans chapter 13 verse 1. Whoever is in control, or seems to be in control, has been allowed this power by the Lord of heaven and earth. The Lord hath made all things for himself. Yeah, even the wicked for the day of evil. Proverbs chapter 16 verse 4. All things work together for good. He is the master. He works within and around time, mathematics, and he invented strategy. We wonder why all things look like such shit these days. But I already know why. It's because all of this has to happen for people to hit rock bottom. Hit rock bottom and serve the Lord. Don't pay attention to politics. I will add this also, that I have some respect for people who are struggling and trying to change things, giving their lives, time, money, energy, reputations, and all other resources to attempt to fight what is happening. I don't believe supporting these people is wrong. In fact, I genuinely believe in some of them. Even Shazam, writing this book and working with who I work for, have sacrificed more than you can imagine and gone through more pain for this than most people would be willing to go through. It isn't a pride thing, it's just the truth. We must have those who are willing to fight for us, to inspire us, to encourage us. But I swear to you that you will be happier, more productive, and more fulfilled if you devote more of your time to living how God wants you to live than living in fear of the political landscape. Don't give it your time, energy, or attention. God bless you all and do what you have to do. Just don't get sucked into the fucking hypno state.